Fair warning, this podcast contains adult language and spoilers from Supernatural. Hey everyone, welcome back to Super Spec Podcast, the podcast where we spectate and speculate on all things Supernatural. Last week we talked about 1313 Devil's Bargain, and this week we're talking about 1314 Good Intentions. This week we're missing Chrissy and Emily, so we really miss them and hope they can come back soon, but we have Liz Bob the sub in for us. So without further ado, let's get into it with Lizzie, Jen, and Rayleigh. Today we are missing Chrissy and Emily, and I'm Rayleigh. I'm Jen. I'm Lizzie. And we are your hosts today. Yay! Yay! And so we got like a Wait, sh- sorry, sorry, we've done it again. Huzzah! Oh, huzzah! Okay. Huzzah! I forgot it's supernatural British people say huzzah and huzzah. what what. Oh, okay. Stereotypical so we've, we've evil got, British villain. Huzzah! We're very um, multicultural today. Uh, <laughs> At least we can tell when Liz Bob's talking. That's true. Yeah. That's true. We're not going to get me and Emily mixed up because our voices sound the same. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So our first question is from uh, Ever the Optimist Wayward AF. That's a very long URL. Um, yeah, it is, but I, I, really... I read it as fuck at the end every time as anyway, so I add, like, three more syllables. <laughs> uh, okay, so they said, I was thinking about the ingredients for the spell, and I noticed that one kind of correlated with North mythology, which is interesting because Gabriel, a.k.a. Loki, is back. Norse mythology has the tree of life called... Exactly. That. That. That what she said. Um, <laughs> I was thinking maybe the tree of life life is based off that, and I think it's either in Asgard or Joshua's garden. I don't think it's the forbidden fruit like what they used for Amara. Well, I kind of like that because I feel like <clears throat> the only way they're gonna get the grace of an archangel is through Loki. Uh, Loki, fucking what? Gabriel. Gabriel. Uh, <laughs> So that would be cool if they if it was like referencing that. Don't know how they're gonna get the fucking Asgard, but I feel like yeah. maybe the Joshua's Garden is a little bit more obtainable. Actually, reading this, I literally just realized why it's been bugging me. There's um in the Magician's Apprentice, the first well prequel Narnia book, they go to a magic garden on a Pegasus, and they get a fruit there to do something well. I think make the boy's mum better. But that's what's been bugging me, because it wasn't the Garden of Eden, or it kind of was, but the Narnia version. And I have no idea what that's based off of real Bible stuff. I don't think we're going to Narnia, but... <laughs> I did make... I'm just saying... Don't, this, don't... Let's don't it's all put based on Bible the closet. stuff. Yeah. A little <laughs> copyright. Yeah, no, I'm just trying... I just realised I never actually worked out if that was a real biblical thing, because I know nothing about the Bible, but... Isn't Narnia, it wasn't like the Chronicles of Narnia, like Aslan the Jesus Lion, like he died and he came back and all that, I don't know, I never got into Chronicles of Narnia, I liked the first movie and then like I forgot about it. Um, I had the books but I never read them. (laughs) Uh, In that book it is literally just uh, the prequel and it's basically just Aslan creates Narnia from scratch and the whole thing is a massive creation myth uh, kind of thing. 
But I'm trying. I think I'm going to Google this now because I think there were several trees in the Garden of Eden. Uh, what would you Google for that? <laughs> Narnia tree fruit. Uh, I'm just. Forbidden. No, I'm trying to find the Bible stuff. Garden of Bible. Eden. There was the tree of knowledge of good and evil as one of two specific trees, along with the tree of life. Okay, it's a real biblical thing. It is. Okay. A lot of things, like, in, like, every religion, there's, like, a thing that's, like, the same. It's just something different in, like, every religion. Not every. I won't won't claim to actually know that as a fact. I just, I I noticed some similarities because I'm not a religious person and I don't read a lot of religious things. A lot of religions, well, especially the Abrahamic faiths, obviously share shit. Uh, But, um, yeah, there's, there's trees. It's always trees. Um, yeah. I actually forgot about Gigigurgisil. I can't ever pronounce it because I forget. <laughs> uh, but, um, it would be cool if, if like, the, it's probably going to be more biblical than Norse mythology, obviously, because that's it's the way su- supernatural goes. Yeah, it's supernatural. But it, it is kind of cool that they put that in there because, you know, there is Gabriel, aka Loki, so. Which is kind of cool how he's like, you know, two different. He's a demigod and then a then an angel at the same time. Um, so I actually like that. I didn't even think about that. Mostly because I know nothing about North mythology. Mythology. I always the say only mythology. The thing I know about it is what I've seen in Thor, and I know that's not accurate. <laughs> I I know that Loki got impregnated by a horse, and oh, that's that, fun. <laughs> and that's about it. Uh, every time I say Loki is my favorite in the Thor movies, they, uh, they kindly remind me of that. I'm like, okay, like, that has nothing. Hey, like, he's not of this world, so if he wants to fuck a horse. He can do whatever the goddamn fuck he pleases, okay? Don't judge. Um, so, but I feel like it would more be in, like, Joshua's garden or, like, that Garden of Eden thing. Um. Joshua's still alive, right? No, he, he came back as a white guy and they killed him in about three seconds. Oh, oh right. I was really okay. disappointed about that. I'm going to pretend that he's still that really cute, like, like old, oldish guy in, in the, the heaven one. Oh, uh, yeah. Dark Side of the Moon. Because he, he, he made me happy. He was just like, I just listen. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm just here I to just listen. I'm just here to chill, man. Um, so the theory is that he was Jesus, I think, but like way back. Which is, you know, since Jesus is not a white guy. <laughs> yeah, and he's called Joshua, which I think, I again, jo- I don't know. No, no, no Josh, Joshua. So Jesus translates to Yeshua, and yeah, which is Joshua. Um, so that would make a little sense. They, yeah. they never touch on Jesus in this show, which is I don't think they would get away with that. No. no. I really don't. <laughs> we can make God a, a bisexual guitar wielding man, but we cannot. I feel we like not address Jesus. I feel like cuz like cuz like Chuck was already an established character like and that didn't that wasn't a very long arc on Supernatural and like no. Supernatural is kind of a show that kind of flies under the radar so I doubt anybody noticed that but the second they're like here's Jesus oh <laughs> we're going to make it hilarious. Oh They do make like, they do like they do make like Jesus like like sort of Jesus comparisons mostly. I remember there was this whole big essay I read about Dean and Jesus and it was actually really interesting and I don't know where it is. It was a really long time ago. 
Um, I think I've seen that too, and it made me feel kind of weird. But <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, it is weird because you're just used to thinking of Jesus, you know, yeah, there's like Jesus, you don't... and there's Jesus, and then there's Dean Winchester. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like you've already had God as Alanis Morissette and, a, and Morgan Freeman, but like you never really get pop culture versions of Jesus unless it's like Buddy Jesus or South Park Jesus. So it's like, yeah. Uh, you don't really get that. So I can understand that. But yeah. I'll be interesting to see where this tree, how they get to this tree of life. Um, if they do it, it of, all, like. Yeah, well, remember when they had the quince from the other tree, uh, Crowley just popped off and went and got it in about five minutes flat. So. True. Yeah, that's why Crowley's dead, because they can't have yeah. that. It's got to be a challenge. Yeah. Too easy. The synopsis next episode says they literally have three of the four ingredients. I'm imagining. imagining yeah. I'm, I'm thinking that the fourth one that they can't get is the Archangel Grace. Yeah. Which but is that's what the one they've been trying to get all along anyway, so... Yeah. That and implies think... that they went and found the other three just in between episodes, which I think is silly, and I yeah. want to see what actually happens. Yeah. <laughs> that's I want to see where this fucking tree is, man. God damn. Yeah. I, um... But yeah, no, just because Gabriel's in the mix, I'm imagining that the one that they can't get is the grace of an archangel because there's none left in this yep. world. So, um, well, I mean. What a convenient return. <laughs> yeah. Woo-hoo. I'm not complaining. Hey, I love Gabriel so much. Um, let me just suck all the grace out of you, Gabriel, please. Um, <laughs> glad I'm you're back, back, buddy. We're going to steal your grace. <laughs> this this is for sticking Sam in a time loop. We're going to take your grace now. Yeah. Cassie's like, oh, it's making human. He just lives in the bunker for like the rest of the show. Cassie's <laughs> like, oh, you know, it, it's it's not that bad. It's Except not bad. it is. But they would finally get their bloody sofa. I hated it, but you might like it. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so our next question is from my favorite person, anonymous. Um. <laughs> Says question. You're only saying that because I'm on the show this week. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Um, Sorry. um, This person actually sent us a question before I even made a call for questions because I noticed it and I was like, oh, that was fast. Um, They already know. Yeah, well, they knew I was going to ask. They know how I do. Says question for 13x14. Am I the only one who thought that Gog and Magog were paralleling? Sam and Dean, one long-haired one and one grumpy interrupting one. That being said, <laughs> I got a huge kick out of imagining the bros repeating that scene together in front of some monsters they were about to kill. Hilarious. Almost made me sad Sam and Cass, or Dean and Cass killed them. I really liked Gog and Magog. Like, they were really funny. They were adorable. Uh, um, I, was, I was talking to, like, I was, like, complaining with a friend about a different thing, and I was watching it on my computer because I was on vacation, and my stupid app where my recordings download isn't working right, but, um, I was, like, I just saw them, and I was, like, wait, what's going on? Like, how did this happen? (laughs) And if I would have rewinded, it would have fucked up my video, so I just didn't, and then I just kind of drew conclusions after that scene, I was, like, oh... Okay, but I was like, it, what is happening? I thought they were in a different world, and I was like, well, why? Yeah, I looked down for a second, and I looked back up, and I was like, wait. Where are they? Like, and then I realized that the the, 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 the thingies, whatever, Canaanites, uh, were just, they, they like, popped through, and they were there. But um, 
I've seen people comparing them to Sam and Dean, and I've also seen them comparing them to Cass and Dean, and, and, and people are debating whether they were brothers or if they were, like, together. I think I'm leaning more towards the they're, like, together, not in a brother sort of way. They were kind of bickering to me. Uh, like married couple thing. Literally, yeah. They have been stuck in some place beyond time for thousands of years. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, like, I don't see Sam and Dean arguing about which one to kill, and I'll kill the pretty one. They no, kind of tend it... to be pretty in sync, and, like, Sam holds yeah. somebody while Dean kills them. <laughs> yeah. Like, like they've, they've bickered before. Uh, but this, no, this one had a they bicker like they bicker like brothers like they yeah. they it like like I'm, the thing I'm thinking of is in the first episode where um they're talking to the cops and then Sam steps on Dean's foot and then they're walking <laughs> away and Dean smacks him uh, and yeah. he goes what is that for oh, and Dean goes what did yeah. you step on my foot for and I was just like oh my god they are siblings <laughs> yeah like yeah. like that it's just like a different tone like Gog and Magog were like. Were like, I don't know. They were so great. I agree with you, Anonymous. I was kind of sad that Dean and Cass killed them. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I will say, I don't know who's mad at. Wait, maybe I actually tagged it this time. Uh, sometimes I reblog things and I don't tag it how I want, but there was some meta um, about communication. And talking about how, like, like they were when they were bickering, and like they were still talking when their audio kind of got dimmed, and Cass was just telling Dean like they're just arguing, and I was just like, I want to know what they were saying because we only the whole thing with this episode was communication, and oh yeah, and, I read that one. It's uh, like they could have been saying anything. They could have been saying that they'll go out for a drink later, they'll fight each other later, whatever. Yeah. And, yeah. it, and it was and it was like oh it was from dimples of discontent I believe um, Cass literally has to translate for Dean and then we don't hear the translation so I'm just kind of like what are they saying <laughs> like that if he that... did translate the one useful thing which was the thing about the swords being able to kill them yeah yeah there was that but it's like Cass is the only one who can understand them. I want to know if we were actually... <laughs> I thought actually it was saying, funny how Cass was just like, I don't need to tell you what they're saying. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Which made me want to know. I'm like, what were they saying that you're not telling me? Especially <laughs> when, yeah. like, they were like, oh, they're both pretty and stuff like that. Because Dean would probably be like, I'm the prettiest. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and this I, hot meta comes from my mum when I was watching it with her. She said, oh, Gog and Magog, aren't they meant to be always fighting? Which I didn't know, like, at all, even when I googled them earlier. I so, didn't know who the fuck they were. Yeah, <laughs> my mum just... knows a lot of weird things. <laughs> so, Trevor on the podcast, too. Oh, yeah, but, uh, she's all up to date with the show. I could go get her if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Have our no, fourth host. <laughs> yeah, the fourth host, Lizzie's mum. <laughs> No, um, so yeah, it seemed like uh, they probably were arranging to fight like, uh, fight each other afterwards, which is why I thought after she said that, maybe. I yeah, but it's like, <laughs> like in that moment when they're literally just talking and Cass isn't translating, it's like, they could actually be saying 
anything. It could be uh, arranged like, oh, maybe we don't kill them and we have a foursome later. I was just about to say that. Yeah. It's... So, so yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to say anybody thinking that Gog and Magog were, inter- were paralleling Sam and Dean were wrong because everybody interprets things how they want. Um, oh, yes, I was going to say, uh, when Donatello said, oh, they're brothers, I was, you know, like from the earlier bit of the show, it's like, oh, my God, brothers, it's a big, scary parallel. And there's going to be like some sort of horrible, doomy, terrifying message about brothers. And, I don't know. And then it turned out to be these guys. And it's like, there's just no comparison. There's no warning in there. Is yeah, there? it's actually kind of nice <laughs> because usually whenever there's like siblings or a pair, we... I think we just automatically try to find patterns and we're just like, they fit in with this person or this person. I feel like, yeah, you can just have siblings on the show and not have them parallel actually anybody. Um, which is cool. I, um, but I did like them. I was sad they died. Yeah. Um, I suppose if they're sand monsters, we could find a way to bring them back. Maybe you can just keep summoning them. Why can't you stop being summoned? God damn it! Like, so summon him up and be like, oh yeah, uh, do you want to come to a party? We'll, we'll have ritual combat later, but... All you gotta do is spritz some water on them and kind of mold them back up. And then... <laughs> and sew up their wounds. <laughs> and sew, sew up their wounds and... You're good. Sand sculpture. <laughs> sand They're really going. good at, like, sewing. Like, Sam and Dean. Yeah. Like, they have to be. Cass is oh, good yeah, at they, sewing. They, oh, they, they stitch up their wounds all the time. Okay, so next question is also from Anonymous. We have like 50 million anonymous questions. Um, we do. This one says, this this season gives me season five vibes. My mom bet that Cass or his gigantic love for Dean People Humanity Winchester will be the one to make, will be the one who will sacrifice again this season. I kind of hope not. I hope not too. Uh, I mean, I'm not gonna cry if it happens, but I mean, he did die already last season. It'd be yeah. overkill for him to die two seasons in a row. Somebody yeah. else's turn. I kind of think it should be not. I don't think it should be because that'd be horrible. But like, they've still got the problem of whether Jack lives or keeps his powers or makes the AU into some magical. That's I'm later down, isn't it? <laughs> that's actually going to be like one of my favorite theories. Is Jack goes back, like after he's all done with his whole Earth thing, like goes into this AU world and like makes like a paradise or something, like yeah. a real paradise, not like a shit paradise, but like a real paradise. Um, yeah, yeah. I was thinking he might stay and like help them. This is forever. Oh my god, he was so cute. <laughs> I, I literally love how everybody was just like, I don't know about him. I don't think I'm going to like him. But, and every, now everybody's just like, I him. love like, him. Like, like, he's so cute. And I love how Alex is like my age. I know. And, like, most of our ages. I, know, and, I find and, him adorable. And, 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 like, but he acts like a fucking five-year-old. He's so cute. I'm he's, like, coming, oh. he's coming to both of the cons I'm going to this year, and I'm just going to be like, oh, my God. I'm so jealous. I'm so jealous. <laughs> but um, this season actually gives me, like, a blend of season five, six, and seven-ish. Five, yeah. But mostly, but mostly season five and six, especially with the end of this last episode where Cash was like, I had to do what I had to do. Yeah. Um, and we're going to kill least, Michael again. At least yeah. he was um, upfront about 
doing what he has to do and not like being shady. <laughs> and like, and you know, he wasn't really wrong. Um, I think Tank. We have actually... a question about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so maybe I'll save it, but I'll just say real quickly. Tank uh, answered a um, question about like some anonymous person was challenging her, and she was like, "It makes no sense." Like. Like, it, he did actually, like, he had to say what he had to do. He probably could have just, you know, mentioned it first. Like, hey, I'm going to do this. Um, but I think he, he wouldn't has, have mentioned it, though, because he knew Dean would try to stop him. Yeah, but it's, like, at the same time, it's, like, Dean, he actually does have a point. Like. He does. Like. He, I agree. He really I, does. I have a lot of <laughs> thoughts on this. I'm just saying. So, well, I guess we'll get to that when the, when the other thing comes. But um, it's, it's giving me a lot of, I think the season five's vibes are coming from Gabriel and Lucifer and 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 then the season six is coming from Cass's attitude sort of yeah um which can I just say I'm a big old fan of this season so (laughs) I really like it I'm enjoying it I even reblogged a uh a thing and I actually tagged it so I could find it someone who who was doing it Charlie Minion Charlie hyphenated Minion who was talking to Tink about Cass's attitude and how he's not feeling sorry for himself and how he's in a different frame of mind and and so I'll 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 send that so everybody can read it um so I'm a big old fan of that so yeah it's like season five season six um a good version of season six so interesting mashup <laughs> yeah <laughs> I wasn't expecting that but um I just love this season. Not expecting, and then it just kind of pops out of the woodwork, and it's like, hey, we're doing this now. <laughs> well, and then, like, the, the grace-sucking thing reminds me of, I think we talked about this last, oh, last yeah. episode, reminds me of the whole Sam and the demon blood thing. So, yeah. um, so. Which is guess... just such wonderful irony that if Lucifer can get brought down that way, I'm just going to live for it. That like, bitch. Like, now you know how it feels. That's so beautiful. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm just like over here, I'm at that uh, meme about the guy going, oh, it's poetic cinema. <laughs> poetic cinema. I would love it if Joe, and I, I have to call her Joe because her angelic name makes me same, laugh. Same. Uh, same. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody just I typed it name. once and I looked at it and I was like, this is not going to be a lasting thing. I'm going to type it every time. <laughs> and, and, and it's just like in my head, it, it says anal, and I'm like, I can't do this. I cannot fucking do this so she's she's joe or joe Joe 2.0 if some people want to do it that way um sister joe for separating them out i uh i tag her s joe in my in my reblog so but it'll be great if and when i'm hoping for when joe just brings him the fuck down it's gonna be she's waiting uh, for her moment she she i think she knows what the fuck she's doing so i uh I'm I'm pretty excited about that. Um, but yeah, I agree with you, uh, anonymous person. But I don't agree that with your mom uh, hope, uh, thinking that Cass is going to sacrifice himself again. Because he literally did that last last season. And he's done it a lot. I mean, they've all done it a lot. Yeah. Um, Which is why I think it would be interesting if something happened with Jack. or Even if he didn't die, just some sort of interesting sacrifice or... What would be cool? Situation. I do think <laughs> is, Jack would be the one to do it too because, like, he is very cast-like, and he's been very like, I want to protect these people. Like, so is Cass, but like, Cass is like yeah. kind of more hardcore about it. Yeah. I sort of feel <laughs> like, like the, 
<laughs> with the shadow puppet thing. Okay. Yeah, um, with the shadow puppet thing. I think they're deliberately trying to make us love Jack so much that it doesn't matter. This kid waltzed in 13th season. He can still get to kill Lucifer. <laughs> they don't even need to give me shadow puppets. Like, him just being him is just like... I know. Perfect. I'm like, it's okay. I want you to be happy. But no, I mean, I mean, they could also pull like a season 11. What was it? Yeah, season 11 ending and nobody sacrifices themselves. Yeah, Everybody true. is just happy hunky-dory. And um, Sam gets shot and kidnapped. That too. But he was fine. He, didn't he was fine. He, he just got um, s'mores feet. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he, he got captured by those evil British people. Uh, um, uh, we keep the uh, evil British people out. I'm a little tired of um, them. Uh, uh, <laughs> hey, I didn't say all the evil British people. <laughs> Some you. evil British people. Just like Some the of ones... evil British people want to just sit here and sip tea in peace. You're an evil pie. British person with executive dysfunction. <laughs> you... you... You you guys literally there's literally a car commercial for Jaguar. With, I've seen that one with Tom with Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston and a bunch of other guys who play classic British villains, and I'm just like, that doesn't help your case. But I know why American cinema and American TVs do it because it's the same reason why we do it with the Russians. It's because you know history. But uh, so sorry. <laughs> All right. I imagine it's the same backwards. Yeah, I remember watching pretty... Sherlock once, and there was, like, that American guy who was, like, part of the CIA, all gung-ho, It was, like, going to shoot people. It was just like, ah! <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's yeah, pretty that's, much how it goes. That's pretty much how they get characterized. Yeah. yeah. You're all just CIA agents. Yeah. So am I. I should be getting paid better than just <laughs> Yeah, me too. <laughs> and I should definitely have better health coverage. I know, right? God damn it. Okay. Next question. Um, Anonymous asks, so will Dean put down the emotional baggage and do the talk, no, we, to Cass? I've been clenching my teeth every time Dean dropped down the we thing, sad face. Me too! Mm. Uh, I feel like I was the only person who isn't bothered by that. (laughs) Well, I I think it's because, just, like, especially in this conversation, it was just like, that was like, one where it should have been an I because it was all about how he feels, except he didn't make it about how he feels. Oh, okay. where, where is it? There was there was this whole thing. I don't think I reblogged it, but there was this whole thing about like it was. I think. Oh no! Actually, Emily was the one who wrote it. Uh, oh yeah, that rant from like ten minutes ago. Yeah, she she was like. Uh, it harked back to the first rant that, that Dean did to Sam and it was all about Cass and all this kind of stuff and blah, 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 blah. And because of that rant, Jack woke Cass up. And so it was just like, yeah, there's no we. Sam was doing okay without Cass. It was, it was only one was, person out of those two was, that was having an issue. <laughs> Maybe he's just trying to be like, oh, we all were sad you were gone. I definitely wasn't fucked up. Don't worry about me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think it's definitely, like, it's not just me. Like, like I feel like it's I mean, also just kind of, like, we all wanted you here. Jack like, really like, missed Cass, too. Yeah. But, like, he never but, met him, really. But but but, but, but that's, that's Dean's husband, so. Dean like, couldn't fucking function for, like, a good yeah. portion of the beginning of the season. Oh, yeah. I found Emily's post if you wanted it. <laughs> 
Yes, yes. We should gotta, read we gotta... it. Somebody read it because we that we can have Emily's two cents in here. Okay, Emily's British now. Yes. <laughs> Listen, I know this has been said like five billion times since three, uh, 1314 aired, but that we man, that fucking we. <laughs> In 1303, Dean to Sam, and what about Curse? Sam, what about Curse? Dean, uh, Jack made him promises. He manipulated it. It's at Paradise on Earth. Jack, and Jack bought it, and Cass bought it. You know what that got him? It got him dead. I mean, you might be able to forget about that, but I can't. Next immediate cut, Jack. Wakes Castiel up in the empty. 1314, Cass. I have to think you were brought back here for a reason. Dean, you were. Jack brought you back because we needed you. Like, yeah. literal bullshit. Okay, you know what? Grief was different than Sam's in so many ways. But this is simple, man. Dean spelled it out. Sam was able to move on from Cass's death. Dean wasn't. Now Dean is here, still fucking combining his feelings with Sam's, even though they are vastly different to Cass's face, because he's fucking scared. Like, boy, you lost him once. You could easily lose him again. Just <laughs> fucking go for it, dude. Okay. Okay. Okay, you know what? Reading. You guys you guys have convinced me. I've changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it could have I can be flexible, okay? <laughs> I, I, we're really happy that Emily's rant and Liz Bob's dramatic reading of said rant uh, could change your mind, really. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> but yeah, no, I... Uh, like, like, the other Wii's fine, whatever. Uh, like, I, I don't have the uh, meta Sometimes on that in front of me. Sometimes it doesn't bother me, but, like, other times it's just like, okay, Dean, yeah. you can have feelings, <laughs> my guy. Right? Yeah. It's like, just say I. I. Me. Cass <laughs> told you he loves you. You can say <laughs> you need him. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, it's okay, though. We get that you're a little emotionally stunted. Yeah, well, you, you, he can't he, get he feels uncom- a lot. He's just he doesn't see it. he doesn't see see a therapist, so I'm gonna give him a little leeway on it. He yeah. can't become un emotionally constipated all by himself yeah. in ten years. Yeah, <laughs> like, he, he really, like really really annoys me. I've been watching a few other CW shows like uh, Riverdale and Crazy Ex Girlfriend, and they've all got such such like conscious language. Like, I think it's great in a way, but they do use, like, sort of uh, therapist terms for, like, handling all the problems, especially Riverdale. Like, they're teenagers, and they talk like they've all, like, swallowed psychology textbooks about how to <laughs> handle conflicts and de-escalate situations and stuff. And it's like, maybe Supernatural's really incorrect in some ways, but I do feel like these guys are such idiots. Like, even Sam, just, he wouldn't know all of this kind of jargon to de-escalate everything. Yeah, yeah. He, even like, though Sam likes to play therapist a lot. Yeah, um, he, do, he doesn't have the vocab for it, and he shouldn't be expected to have it. So I, yeah, I feel like course. <laughs> Supernatural has, like, semi-realistic ways of the way people actually talk. Yeah, and, you know, and it's actually more towards this, like, constant to Dean's character that it's hard for him to really say be things vulnerable. he needs to say. It, it it takes him like a season to say something, and especially when it comes to something like an actual thing that would jettison into some type of a relationship, which he hasn't really had a stable one like at all. I can understand that it takes him a while. The only semi-stable one he had was with with Lisa when Sam was gone. Yeah, yeah. and even when he then came it was back, so... it 
fell apart. <laughs> like, and like, I but, think, like, he, even, but he was just like pretending a bit too. Like with that one, I feel like he, he and he wasn't there. Yeah, like, he wasn't mentally. Yeah. I I feel like he was like, it was like the car was like a symbol for what he was doing with his trauma from everything that happened in the first five seasons. He's just covered it up and pretended like it wasn't there. But (laughs) it was there. He kept it in a box. (laughs) So it it is to his character that he keeps denying, like, it it takes a lot, I feel like, to get a deep conversation out of him. Like, with Mary? (laughs) Exactly. End of the world. Uh, And... But I like the whole, you lost them once, you can easily lose them again. Like, the whole, these guys are dangerous, I'm going to go kill them, I'll go with you. Like, that was totally because he's probably afraid of, of Cass getting, like, you mm. know, killed again. So it's like, idiot! But at the same time, it's like, you're doing what your character does, so I can't also false you for that. Yeah, yeah, and he, like, like it's dangerous, and he wanted to go with him, and he, he also just found out that Cass got kidnapped, and he had no idea. And he's gone for months, like... I loved how Cass had, like, no grounds to say, no, you can't come with me, because literally he knows that the next thing he would say would just be, um... (laughs) Bitch. Uh, (laughs) Dean would be looking up a spell to figure out a way to attach him to him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm doing this... He's, like, literally, like, making, like, a little thing to attach to his belt... Loops. Dean, why are you doing this? Because it's not because I I I need you. It's it's you know because lit logic. You might wander off. You might wander off. Okay? I don't I want you to on. get lost. I'm just wor- I'm just worried about you for you, not for me at all. I don't care. This device day, you like Cass just wanders off to a shopping center, and Dean just like going frantic looking for her. Oh my Put god! Cast on a child leash or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, he finds him like. I don't know, looking at the cereal, he's like, oh my god, I was worried about you, and Kaz is like, I wanted cereal. I was one aisle down, god damn it. I told you where I was going, you were texting. But, uh, yeah, no, seriously. We just wrote a fic, you guys. We really did, actually. (laughs) Sorry. Someone wants to write that, you draw, someone, people want to draw it, most people want to write it, you should, and tag us in it, we will replug it. For the love of God, please. Uh, if anybody ever wants to draw anything or write anything of what we say on here, it's super welcome and we love it. It's awesome. Yes. Anonymous said, 13x14. I love the AU scenes. I didn't expect the writers to spend so much time slash effort on the AU. So my question is, do you think that this is Thunderdome setting? Wait. Do you think that this Thunderdome setting will bleed into next season? Originally, I thought the AU would be closed by the finale. Now that we've spent more time with Bobby, do you think we'll see much more of him? Side note, I was thrilled we got to see Zachariah die again. Even the AU, he's a fucking nightmare. Uh, in parentheses, add Jack, you're doing amazing, sweetie. Yes, Agreed. I actually add, I added that gif to that post of him doing the shadow puppets and then exploding Zachariah. And I was like, you're doing amazing, sweetie. Um, he really is. I just want to so say, I was I was so happy to see Zachariah die again. Me I, too. Yeah. Like that was fucking super, hate that guy. I he he's such a great like villain on the show, and that's why I was so happy to see him go. Like the and um his original death was so cool because Dean told him he'd stab him in the face, and he did. And I was like, yes! it just right up right up through the head, like yeah. bam. 
I love um, I love that whole scene. I'm just thinking about it, how you can see the grace, like, in Dean's eyes. And I was just like, yeah. Actually, if you zoom in really close, you can see Zachariah screaming with, like, the mouth, uh, blade in his mouth. I'm thinking yeah, about, eyes. like, a, a, the gif. I can't really see that far on a gif. So. Well, well uh, go look at it at home on the nutty or something. It's hilarious because you can actually see his little face in Dean's pupils. It's beautiful. <laughs> what oh. I actually liked about Zachariah and nice the detail. AU thing was uh, we actually got to see him interact with Michael, which we never got oh, uh, God, before. Yeah. Um, so the only thing we really got was... And the best bit was that Michael just punted him across the room, and it was like, oh, yes, like, like, this I think is what this I'm is, paying for. Like, <laughs> I think this is actually what would happen, like, when, when Zachariah got fired. Uh, like, I feel like, you know, this is actually what it was like in the real world, too. Like, Zachariah and Michael... Michael just fucking hated him. And Zachariah was like, please, sir, may I have another? So it's like, <laughs> I want it's, some more. <laughs> it's, it's, and it's like, and the fact that Dean, I was like, Michael can have me if he fucking kills you. And Dean wound up killing him. I was like, that's yeah. awesome. And then, and then, uh, it was just, uh, I'm just watching him die again was amazing. He yeah. exploded like a fucking firework. It was fantastic. Mm. Thank, um, you, Jack. <laughs> thank you, Jack. You're doing yeah. amazing, sweetie. I'm so proud um, of you. I don't know if we'll see it again next season. I feel like if Jack winds up in the AU world, that we might see it again. I feel like if he stays there, we won't. Because that'll be their way True. of writing him out. Yeah. True. But I'd be sad to see if, if this was the only season we get him in. You know? Yeah. It would be sad. I don't know what well, they're going to the do. the show loves bringing back the white men, so he's got a pretty good chance that True. he'll be back again. True. True. But they, they might... have been bringing back Billy, so... They did I'm bring back Billy. I'm happy about that. Um, they fooled me there. They really did. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, um... It's because uh, she took over a white man's role. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I would... I don't want... At Jack creation, to go away. invite Lisa Berry to fucking con. She's death now. Has she, has she not been invited? She's never to been a... to a con, I don't <laughs> think. That's criminal. I'm just like, she needs to come to fucking VanCon, because that should be the biggest one. It's right there. And she can there. sing. Yeah. Like, yeah. She would. She could do Saturday Night Special with them. It would be great. They need more women at their cons. Oh, man. Imagine if she I came on should... singing Oh, Death. Oh, oh my sick. God. That would... I'd probably cry. She would upstage fucking Rich, because he sings that every time Julian is at a con. Like, oh, they yeah. have, like, at panels, they have, like, their intro songs and shit, and, like, every time he, uh, Julian comes on, he's like, oh, <laughs> I'm, I just want uh, her to be at a con. I didn't realize that she's never been at one before. I don't go to con. She, I can't. She always invites people, or people always are like, creation, invite her on Twitter, and she likes every single one of them. Oh, oh my god, it's like, if you were to go, I'd shout some fucking coin to go see her. I have no money, but I'd go. <laughs> yeah, I know, I have, like, absolutely no money, but, and, like, what I do have, I'm spending at, like, PAX East and New York Comic Con, but, uh, I'll go see her. Um, yeah, anyway, I actually really like the AU scenes. I hadn't, I hadn't really, like, I liked, an emotional attachment to them. I like these but... ones. I didn't, I don't usually care about them, to be honest. Like, the past few yeah, But they've been all like... been in Bart Clemming episodes. That's so. true. That's true. Uh, and I really always, like, like, sort of, someone else starts writing them, and you're like, oh, now I get to see how interesting they actually are. Like, you know, like how, uh, Kelly actually developed a personality as soon as she wasn't in a Bart Clemming right? episode. Right? True. <laughs> 
I, uh, oh my God, I loved Kelly. Um, you know, now we really like the whole Michael Zack thing. It's like, oh, look, Michael's interesting. Well, he actually <laughs> has a fucking purpose now. He wasn't just yeah. there to be a fucking creep. Like, so you <laughs> talked about Mary, but I just want to touch really quick that I feel like she's going to become like the new mother figure to Jack because yeah, even though he's older. Oh, yeah, because yeah. even though he's older, he is like a child. And His body's more mature, but he's really not older, you know? He's six never... months old, which is the same age Sam was when she died. Exactly, exactly. So She goes, you should be six months old, and he goes, I am. <laughs> and it's so cute. He's so cute. Um, But so, yeah, I think that's going to happen. And I yeah. really liked I really liked her in this episode. Um, I mean, but, some somebody needs to be his mom because he's got two dads and a really yeah. awesome uncle. He's got so. three fucking dads. Like, True. are you? It's like three men too. and a baby. Sam is <laughs> his dad too. He's got three really yeah. cool dads. Well, exactly. but technically, she is his grandma because she said Cass was one of her boys. So True. they need to work True. that out at some point. True. I mean, I mean, Kat, I mean, Sam and Dean are brothers, but Sam's also his dad. So, like, yeah. it's just really complicated. And if, if you even want to get more complicated, at one point, Lucifer possessed Sam, and Lucifer is the biological father of Jack, so it's, like, this whole fucking, like, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's really so, weird. Uh, I, I think that's going to happen. And I really liked her in the AU this this episode, because, again, it was, you know, nicely written. Um, Mittens <laughs> writes more about that later on, so I can expand on it later. But I really like the AU scene this episode, and I actually kind of want to, like, I don't want to see more of it, but I do. It's like this weird thing. I don't know. I'd like I can't to describe get to know, it. like the people in the camp, like Bobby's like friends who survived. Yeah. I think Rufus must be dead because he named his gun Rufus. But yeah, sounds like must Rufus be interesting is dead. people there. For the first time in my life, you know. Oh, this is why this episode kind of reminded me of season five and going back to that other anonymous because Bobby's attitude towards Jack reminded me of when Bobby was possessed and was like, Oh, really mean to oh, Sam. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, cause that was the, it's the only time in my life I ever go, Bobby, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, man, thinking about that hurts because when he said that to Sam, it like physically oh, hurt oh. me just to see Sam's face. I was like, no. Right. Yeah. I was like, like please. Don't. And she's like, lose my number, and Sam just, oh. Sam just nods, and he accepts it. And I was like, my son. I know, and it's like, how did you guys not know that that wasn't Bobby? He never talks like that. And it's I just know, like, but it tricked me. It just stabbed me in the heart. I was like, oh. No. So that's what this reminded me of. Um, but Bobby actually really did have a legitimate fear, which is, you know, substantiated. I can understand that. Um, but at the same time, I was kind of just like, Mary, why the fuck would you say that he was a Nephilim? Like, but just say he's a witch. But honestly, it was good for him to, her to be honest. Yeah. He does tend to be honest when the others would lie about something. Although not as honest as Jack, who's got no filter. <laughs> yeah. At all. He's six months old, okay? Yeah, he doesn't know anything about lying. So you know sweet. how, like, toddlers are just like, hey, you got a booger hanging out of your nose, or those shoes are ugly. Like, like they just are like... They just don't... That reminds me of that story about Misha and his godson. Have you seen that? I don't that know that story. Co- okay, he said, um, he said at a convention... I can't believe he told this story at a convention. But um, he took his godson to a uh, baseball game, and he, like, took him up to, like, the press box or whatever, and he was like, oh, hey, guys, this is Joey, and the kid goes, Misha breastfed until he was four years old or something like that, and Misha's <laughs> like, oh, my God. And then he goes, 
It's true. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember if it was four years old, but like, it was really funny. That is he did just um, slip a naked photo of himself into a publication. Yeah, that he was did. Fucking funny. Like, and then he was like, "I'm not naked. I'm wearing a watch." <laughs> what an asshole. Misha has a plot against me specifically. He wants to make mm-hmm. it so I can't look him in the eye anymore when I right? meet him I'm, at I'm, conventions. I finally gained courage. I can speak to him because the first time I met him, I was like, "Uh." <laughs> now I'm just like I've seen your butt. The the next question is the one that I think is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that's all I've seen. <laughs> I'm leaving the laughing in because that's how funny. <laughs> needed a pure soul for a spell and ended and end up using Scoobies and I've been laughing about it all weekend. <laughs> In all seriousness though, I'm glad to see Jack making his own decision about how to use his powers. Up to this point everyone's been making the plans for him, so his decision to kill Michael without Bobby or Mary asking him to is great for his development. What do you think? Love the podcast. Okay, so the first half of that question. He's uh, that was a fucking man. ride. I've never seen the live-action movie, so I'm going to Google have, it right now. I have. Gonna... I've seen it a few times, and um, it's made by James Gunn, the guy who made Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that makes wait, a lot of sense. Wait, wait, I've got this scenario in my head. I've got the cold open for the Scooby-Doo episode. So Sam and Dean and Cass are just getting absolutely baked in the bunker, and they're like, how do we get... Uh, oh my god, they do suck Scooby's soul out! <laughs> and then they start watching the Scooby-Doo movie, and they're completely high. And then they look at each other, and they think, would this work? Could we go get Scooby-Doo's soul? <laughs> would that be the most holy man? And then they get all worked up about it, and before they know it, they've accidentally summoned Scooby-Doo, and then they just slaughter him in the bunker. I oh missed the God. first half of what you were saying. Is this what you were saying you hope happens? Or... Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. So, That's yeah. That's interesting. So, hmm. Yeah, they need I a I was thinking, soul. like, right about the time um, the word salty butt combo flashed up on my screen, that Dad was actually making a stoner movie of a season, and that would actually make so much I thought fun. you were talking about some Rayleigh for a second. I know, like, no, no, uh... no. Like, oh, like the show where the, where, where the um, amazing salty butt combo name comes from. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Rayleigh instantly stole. Um, oh, this is well, a stone. I was like, thing. should I do this or should I not? I'm going to do it. Because it's, it's amazing. So, wait, wait, wait a minute. If Scooby is the holy man, then who the fuck is Scrappy? Because he turns into a monster. So who's um, Scrappy in this? Scrappy. Scrappy. 
Scrappy Doo is like evil in that movie. He's so evil. Because James oh Gunn God. hates Scrappy Doo. <laughs> I mean, I hate Scrappy Doo too, but yeah. uh so I, I didn't think this person was serious, but they are. They needed a pure soul as a sacrifice, namely Scooby. Uh, they suck Scooby's soul out, uh, but in the end, Scooby's soul goes back to him. So, so again, this is I feel like it's going back to the whole Gabriel thing. First, we got the Tree of Life with Loki, and that's also Gabriel. And then I'm betting at this point that the whole Scooby-Doo thing is Gabriel. So, fuck, damn. I didn't. I... I never saw the movie. I was just thinking it was a joke, but damn. They actually got a point. I don't think they're going to drain Scooby-Doo's blood. They can't. <laughs> they can't. Why not? Our childhood. That would True. be a lot. Well, they sucked his soul out in the movie. Why can't they do A soul that? and blood are two different things, and he got the soul back. You can't put blood back. Just, you know, just a little pinprick. It's okay, just a little blood. Okay, pinprick wouldn't be bad, but I wouldn't want them to be like, let's bleed out Scooby Doo. That would Slit be a- Scooby's throat like over the over the the, the dais and just. I'm gonna oh have God. weird dreams tonight, guys. <laughs> I know my antidepressants give me vivid dreams. This isn't really too. gonna help. Yeah, really I'm taking bad. two now. So. Oh, oh, oh God, man. damn it! I watched a North Korean like like episode on a news channel the other night and then that night I had a dream that North Korea took over America and <laughs> Canada got renamed to Australia and, <laughs> and Pyongyang is is like in the middle of Colorado a la like the <laughs> Hunger Games and like it was bad <laughs> so I'm so excited about the dreams I'm gonna have tonight with Scooby-Doo all right um, but I do like the uh, the whole Jack making his own decisions how to use his powers thing yeah. because it's true. Everybody's been like, you know, let's do, do this, that. do that. Well, he did make his own plan to um, find Mary. That's true. Yeah, this is definitely um, much more certain, and he's got a better chance of uh, pulling it off. I think. Yeah. I mean, he and did literally find Mary, but side effects and drama. But it was kind of satisfying because Michael and, and uh, Zachariah kept trying to make him use his powers. And so Jack was just like, bitch. And he, uh, like, you know, vaporized uh, mm. Zachariah. So that was satisfying. So, yeah, I want, but, I, but my fear is that he's still impressionable. Um, yeah. He's smart, but uh, after he is, is still like, thing, as so. soon as, like, I don't know, he, like, he is really impressionable, like, like, Dean was, like, super mean to him, and then he's like, I love you. Yeah. Like, and just like, I, do, I do think it's funny how he hates Lucifer, though, and Lucifer, yeah. is, like, wants to be his dad, and Dean's like, ugh, gross, and he's like, I love you. <laughs> then, but Cass is like, he's good, Lucifer's bad, and like, he's like, okay, cool. Yeah. I, I trust Castiel, and that's it. So well, maybe... good kind of, um... Lucifer was already trying to reach out to him in, like, uh... In the womb. Yeah, in the womb. I can't remember which episode it was, but he was, like, trying to get to him. And then, the like, one the where moment he creepily licked the floor? Yeah, oh, God. Ugh, I watched like, that one at SeattleCon, and I was just like, what the fuck just happened to me? Why? Why did that need to happen? Why did he need to make noises when he licked the oh. floor? I don't even want to think about it. Really, again, vivid dreams. I'm yeah. sorry, you're gonna have vivid dreams about Scooby Doo's blood it. being licked up on the floor by Mark 
Guido, I'm sorry. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Scooby Doo is there. Oh, Scooby Doo is there. Ruh <laughs> row. I'm actually dying right now. This is horrible. I regret everything. Why did I agree to help you guys? Yeah, this was this was your own mistake. Yeah. I walked into um, that one. But uh yeah, no, oh, my, yeah, my but... kind of one of my fears is that somebody actually figures out how to tap into his powers without his consent. Because uh, it seems to be pretty clear that he kinda just you know, other than that that quick thing where he almost summoned like those fucking lizard demons, uh, he uh, he's Shireen. pretty good. <laughs> I I can't remember the name. I just called them. Lizard Somebody demons. had um, um an ask about it. That's the only reason I know. Oh, uh, I don't remember anything. Um, but he uh, other than that little incident, he's pretty good at like he even got through like the Jedi mind tricks that Zachariah and Michael were pulling. So. Yeah. He seems pretty solid. Speaking of that, like, the castle one really wasn't that hard to debunk. Because nah. he spent the whole time talking shit about Sam and Dean, and he's like, okay, Cass wouldn't do this. I watched all ten seasons. Yeah. Exactly. So, ten, like, seasons oh, that Cass, ten seasons that Cass was in, for people who are like, there are 13 seasons of Supernatural. I know this. I watched the show. Exactly. But it's also, like, Jack would know who Cass is. Like, come on. Um, so it's, it's, it's like, I'm afraid that he will somehow get tricked or, like, Asphodasis will figure out how to tap his powers, like, without his uh, consent. But that's for a different time. I forgot that he was literally, like, a thing on the show for a minute there. Who, Asphodasis? yeah. Yeah, I just, like, oh, I gosh, just ate KFC too. <laughs> I did like that little like call out, like where Donatello was eating the chicken and and he showed up, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Because There's something about like I used to work in an office where we'd sometimes get KFC and there wasn't very good air conditioning, and like my entire impression of Donatello through that whole episode uh, is just gagging at the sort of memories of like just old. Fried chicken. It's just oh, and, and I keep seeing Cass putting his faces at him, and I'm like, oh, he's suspicious. And I'm like, he can smell that chicken reek coming off of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I can't even imagine like a oh, hot oh. office with fucking. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, well, I would still eat KFC memory. in a ventilated room. <laughs> uh, I, I don't even like KFC like normally. I like uh, the mashed potatoes and the chicken pot pies. I find it something funny about Kentucky Fried Chicken being in England. I don't know mm. why. It's just I don't expect it. It's K- it's Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, yeah. they fry it in Kentucky food. and then they send it to England. <laughs> That's why it smells so bad. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> uh, okay. So anyway, what's who's who's next? Who's next? Sorry, I just read, could Scooby-Doo be the most holy man again? Just, Scooby-Doo! I like how she capitalized. Scooby-Doo! 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 Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, next one. It's from Anonymous again. It says, Hiya, I loved this episode because Cass and Dean in the same room? Hot. 
then talking yes. and actual communication, swoon. Dean saying, we need you to cast Faith Palm. <laughs> I love this, like, format. It, anyway, I saw <laughs> some posts about Dean's bag on his shoulder representing his emotional baggage. Do you have any thoughts on that? Hugs and smooches for everyone. Literally, I don't really think they need physical physical representation of Dean's emotional baggage because we know it's there. Yeah. Because I wasn't thinking about it that way because I just was like, okay, Dean has a bag with his stuff in it. Yeah. Because There was that uh, episode of How I Met Your Mother where they visualized... Yeah, the baggage. Like, yeah, yeah, giant suitcases and stuff with it painted on. Like, what would... De- like, the whole bunker, like, the entire war room is just stacked with boxes all of a sudden. <laughs> What's wrong with it? For both of them. It's, I'm not got, it's got the words on it. Daddy issues gay thoughts <laughs> we we versus i need versus want um but yeah no it, i know like some people be like in the same room that's such a low bar but it's like no it's not because first of all when it, does that ever happen exactly and and second of all when they are recently talks happen especially when yeah. they're by themselves which I'm happened for. twice in a row what the hell Right? It's, I'm here for it. Fuck, Jesus. Um, so, yeah. I I agree with you, anonymous person. Fucking swoon. Um, it's true. I just love their talks. I just love their talks. I see yeah. them standing next together, and I'm like, oh, God. Yes. It's like, my, it's like my favorite fucking thing. Yes! Talk. Don't don't fight or anything. Just talk. Um and just and even that whole thing where they were just like Dean was like maybe you got the words wrong and he's like I don't get words wrong and I'm like yeah you tell him <laughs> uh, that and then like at the same time the the ancient married couple shows up and I'm like yeah <laughs> I don't know it, it made me laugh um, so yeah um, and then the next anonymous person. Says, unpopular opinion. Yay. Uh, Cass was right in getting that information, and Dean and Sam were the ones who ruined Donatello's life in the first place. Discuss. I mean, I, I guess it's a little bit of both. Because, like, yeah. Sam and Dean brought, like, Sam and Dean didn't make him a prophet, and they did need him, his help, so they just kind of brought him. made him a prophet, just to sort of. Technically, like, if anybody's yeah. ruining his life. It's always Chuck. Just blame Chuck. Yeah, vis-a-vis. Amara. Amara vis-a-vis taking his soul out. It's Amara's fault. Yeah. yeah. Like, because, like, he could have, I don't know, like, I guess, like, in a way, Sam and Dean kind of ruin anybody's life when they bring them into the hunting world. But Cass did not help the matter by wiping, by, like, brain frying him. But he was right to get the information and do what he did. I did agree with what he did. Maybe it was extreme, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, like, I mean, the guy had no soul, and and I think this this is where Tink's question came into play, and I'm gonna fucking bring it up because I'm I can um, do it. And it was basically like um, discuss discussions. There we go. Um, come on, load faster. I have source okay. material when you're done as well. There we go. Uh, Anonymous asked her... Hang on. Oh, no, this was Mittens, not Tank. I'm sorry. Uh, Tank, you're so wonderful. Um, 
this was two mittens, and somebody was like, your entire argument of uh, doing what needed to be done can be destroyed with one question. What if that had been Dean or Sam or Cass? And she basically went through the whole list of when Sam was solace, they knew where his soul was. When Dean had the mark, they knew he could still be saved. Uh, when, when, when Cass was full of Leviathans, they did actually try to kill him. You know, all these examples, and it's, it's true. They didn't know where Donatello's soul was fucking eaten. Like, there's really no saving this guy once, once he got filled up with what he was. And it was just like, uh, he, there's no hope of ever getting it back. He's not in there. So what are they saving? They're not saving anything. Um, it's just like, I think the brutalness of how it happened, like Cash was just like yeah. fucking peace. And he just like went in there, yeah. did what he did. And it was just like him. a gentle reminder to like Dean and Sam, like how hardcore Cass can be. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I actually wrote after the episode, I was kind of like, I kind of hope that my, my personal end game for Cass is to be human of his own choice. But my hope is even when he would be human is that he still keeps like this. Yeah, he's this. still ruthless and tactical and dangerous. He's just exactly human. like like I feel like especially since the fanon view of Cass is like this gentle, cute, whatever. But it's like no, he's, no, he, he chases bees all the fucking time. Yeah, yeah can I, I just say no offense, fandom, but you're killing me on the Cass and bees thing. Especially when they, <laughs> I'm like over it. Especially I think since the bees were actually a, a sort of like a symbol of him not being well. Yeah, so it, was the, like, it, was, it was his, the lights are on, but nobody's home Yeah, thing. Uh, so I, I can't do the bees. But, so it's like, I want him to keep this whole, like, when go, when the going gets tough, he gets tough. He, he snaps back into, and the same goes with Dean, snaps back into, like, soldier mode. So yeah. Dean's made calls like this before, and they've been worse. So, yeah. um, I mean, like. Hey, Dean's uh, had some pretty catastrophically worse calls in the past. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, but I think what's made it sound really bad was the way Cass was like, oh, we kill him and we get the next prophet to finish the job for us. Because obviously there's a lot, especially with Kevin, that was explored with the whole prophet, like grinding them down, getting a new one. Like Crowley just had that room full of potential prophets and he was just going to murder his way through them until he found one would work for him. Yeah, exactly. it sounded very res- yeah, and but I I feel like maybe I think that kind of makes it feel worse in a way because we have to feel very bad because they're just random human beings who get like pinged for the job, and it is really mercenary the way he was thinking of it. But at the same time, like they urgently need it, and the prophets get activated and they do that job, and it sucks. But but since what's Donatello is brain dead, but he's still alive. They don't get the, the next prophet. Prop- exactly. But I also wonder if it goes back to sort of Cass's view of prophets. Um, mm. Like, they're not yeah. viewed oh, as God, anything that... other than a tool, you know? Yeah, that thing he says to Kevin. and uh, He said, you're he... a prophet now and forever. Yeah, until you die, blah, blah, blah. cease to exist. <laughs> like, this is your role and this is what yeah. you're meant to do sort of thing. And, and, you know, and it goes back to also the whole, I know this is sort of like a long sort of segue, but bear with me. Uh, the whole need versus want thing people talk about uh, with with Dean constantly saying, we need you instead of I want you, sort of like viewing him more as a tool. I mean, people go back and forth with what he may actually mean, but, you know, if Cass keeps hearing this as sort of like a uh, he's a tool sort of thing, that might be where his brain is right now. Can um, I just say, ouch, because I went and looked up that bit with Kevin, and Cass says to him, there is no out, there's only duty, which, you know, really reflects back on how he could see himself as well. Yeah. 
that's built to do that (laughs) yeah i didn't expect it to be that bad when i went and had a look at the line so now i hurt and and you know and even though he was really under naomi's bit there it was on naomi right uh no that's uh advice at the end of the season was in a sacrifice so he was free they were fighting uh they 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 thought they were fighting naomi right actually helped metatron (laughs) so (laughs) it's So he was really, that was him talking. Like, there's nobody else talking for him. Yeah, that's just. And then constantly feeling like that maybe he's just a tool to help Sam and Dean. Because I feel like there has been that uh, underlying current ever since Dean called him. Like, uh, ever since that conversation where he's just like, I'm not a hammer, as you would say. Uh, I feel like that's, yeah, I feel like that's been kind of like this undercurrent with him and Sam and Dean. Um, like, if you don't have your powers, what good are you? So I feel like that's how he views profits. And so... Yeah. They're um, just another tool in God's toolbox. Exactly. Just so like angels. I can imagine he did not have a lot of respect for Donatello. Um, Especially so. when he found out. Exactly. So, like, Cass was fucking oh, Like, well, he was rolling he, along with it until Donatello tried killing Dean, and it was just like, Yeah, he walked right. in there, he took his fucking coat off. I was losing my mind. I was like, what he was took his coat off! He took his coat off! <laughs> right? When was, was the like, last time he did that to do something? Literally uh, like, never. Never? So, um, I, I freaked out. Like, the only that. time I've ever seen Cass without a coat was when he wasn't Cass. Like he, yeah. there's a part where he's oh, Jimmy. Oh, he took it off to um have the pizza party in um. Oh, okay. The party episode. I don't remember what episode that is. It's he, just the well, pizza party episode. Well, he was just kicking episode. back then. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's like we so rarely, especially in serious moments, like yeah. where he's just about to brainwash, Fuck not brainwash, but literally up. just brain wipe somebody's like memories out of them. Um, it's it's like. That was interesting, and I actually have not seen too much meta about that. Um, Misty's but... had a parallel post to a couple of things, like um, oh, the last cartoon episode where Fred Jones and Cass takes away his powers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I couldn't remember when he was saying, like, he'd never do that again. I think you um, said I saw a post. Again. It was I saw a sort somebody of send, thing. Yeah, somebody sent Jess, um, I believe, a little tree chopper. And asked oh, they're sending her like a said, dozen examples. She was well, like, no. <laughs> well, they did say, he did say, I, he never said again. He said he wouldn't do it. Right. Gotcha. Um, but I feel like, like when, again, Gene got, he wasn't doing it. And then Gene <laughs> almost died. And then he did it. He got fucking serious. Um, There's like sort of super dramatic, like choral chanting music and Cass is just staring at him. So I have to assume that's what Cass's inner monologue sounds like when he's angry. A bunch of Gregorian chant shit. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Anybody had a Gregorian chant, like, backing track. It would be Cass. Uh, Dean's got his stupid cowboy music and Cass has Gregorian chant. (laughs) He grew partial to it at some point. In his existence. Um, um, <laughs> what I was going to mention was that uh, this, because Emily tweeted about it, and I highly agree. She had, like, a string of tweets, but I'm just going to mention two. 
She said, also want to mention that this is not negative negativity because I honestly do think that they are setting up a storyline here for them to realize through Cass's action that they need to stop disregarding others for the sake of their family. I was actually more negative about Donatella's existence before this. I, I am glad he's out of the picture now, but what I what Cass did is morally wrong. It's just with Sam and Dean arguing about it, it shines the light on their hypocrisy. Yeah, like, like, so I hope this, like, makes Sam and Dean be like, oh, shit, because Cass isn't doing anything that they didn't do in, like, uh, seasons one through three. Exactly. Or any season, really, you're right, (laughs) but, like, I specifically think of the first few. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like... Oh, you can go. Might be a bit rambly, sorry. (laughs) One thing that, um, I think it really is, like, a theme of the season, uh, is Billy's warning, and I brought it up last time. And then you guys forgot about it in the podcast. I was like, oh, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was listening to that, and you were both like, wait, Billy's... Uh, um, last time... What did I even say? I can't remember. But Billy warned them not to go around poking all the alternate universes. And yeah. And it feels to me like then, like, immediately Dean disregards that for the sake of, like, saving Mary. And they're all just kind of going at it now, and they're, like, completely dead set on doing it. And it's just like... I'm just imagining Billy just watching them, like, oh my god, I told you not to do this, and you're literally trying every method you can find to crack between worlds. After I, I hate said, you guys so oh, much, I, I wish I could yeah. just kill you right now. Yeah, yeah, she's just going to pop up behind him and just tap him on the shoulder, like, seriously? Sure. So, I kind I, of um... think that everything since then, where they try too hard to, like, save Mary, is just this commentary on the whole thing. So, I think it's fair that they're going to go... Uh, step over lines like threatening Kaya or killing well not killing hurting really badly Donatello and stuff like that so. and it's like I don't feel well, exactly it's the whole thing like uh, how what you know what happens when we don't need catch anymore guess yeah. you know we need Donatello until we need we don't need him anymore it's like all this stuff even Crowley warned Kevin about it and yeah. and it's just like like I don't think what Cass did was wrong because there was really no fixing Donatello mm. but the way from he thought it was wrong a moral standpoint it yeah. is like but from a this is the plot it there was, was like, an ask someone or, got where the anon was saying if only Sam and Dean and Cass had talked about it they probably would have come to the same ish exactly I saw that yeah yeah it, it's like there was no the real problem him. is Cash ran off and did it without consulting them. It's it's like what would have been the other option, keeping them in in the in that dungeon, you know? Uh-huh. For, and we never no... really got to see like all of their response to what happened after Cass explained why he did what he did. I mm. the episode was over, so after in the next episode we might. Yeah. So the preview wasn't very good. So. No. They never really are. Um, but that's why I like the shaving things, hunting, whatever. Um, but uh, they're... God damn, I can't open this fucking pill bottle. Um, it, um... Ow. They're... So, yeah, I think what he did was... What he need, they needed to do, and like, like, you know, people have said, they probably would have gone to that conclusion, but goes to the communication issues again. They didn't fucking talk about it, so... I hate that dude what they needed to do line, though, just because they said it so much in season nine. It's always a sign that something's wrong. But in this case, I think it's less like... like... Yeah. 
Oh, people keep thinking something's wrong with Cass, like, sort of. I don't think anything's wrong with him. I just think he's just... I think it's because we saw him have been so, like, lost and depressed the past few seasons. It's, yeah. This is, the like... The only th- reason I would think there's anything wrong with Cass is just because Dean keeps asking him if he's okay. Yeah. Yeah, but usually the audience knows if something's wrong with him. Yeah, if there was something magically wrong with him, we'd be getting, like, anvils about it. Exactly. But, you know, I feel like one of the things that also struck me, now that I'm just thinking about it, is that Cass said that I needed to do what needed to be done, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, it was me who did that, which was weird because the whole thing that was opposite with Dean was the we. Dean is we, Cass is I. I think Cass is owning his his part. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was also what he was doing in uh, 1219, where he took on the burden uh, to kill Kelly and baby Jack. Yeah. They would have to. And it was just like, y'all need to stop and get on the mm. same fucking page. You know, communication. But huh, that's too easy. Way too easy. Don't have a story if they communicate. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But that that that's like... At, at the, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I the finale is I'm, just going to be one really long conversation between the three of them. Yeah. Just I, all I those things that fandoms always like, oh, they never mention, like, oh, Cass killed thousands of Deans. They're just going to sit there and put it all out on the table. <laughs> Cass is going to be like, I killed thousands of you, but I didn't kill the real you. And Dean's going to be like, oh, babe. But you fucking tried. Um, but Hey, there... he broke it. He broke it. <laughs> there all was... that matters. Uh, whenever I think of, like, communication issues in, in anything that I watch, I always think of that one part in The Devil Wears Prada where she's leaving this, like, party that she had to go to with, um, I don't know if you guys ever seen it. Um, Ages with, ago. Yeah, so she's leaving, like, the Met or wherever she's leaving, and she meets, and on her way out, she ha- meets with that reporter guy who's like, where are you going? And she's like, I'm going to my, you know, it's my boyfriend's birthday, and I'm late. And he's like, well, I got my editors inside. Do you want to talk to him? And she's like, no, I have to go. And every time I watch it, I'm just like, it's you went in there and talked to the editor, you would have gotten a different job. You would have come home. Yes, you would have missed your boyfriend's birthday, but you could have went, hey, I quit the job that you and I both hate, and I got a better job, and now I'm going to be home every night. You know what I'm saying? So it's like every time I think of communication issues, I think of that fucking scene (laughs) where she just did the one communication thing that she needed to do, there wouldn't have been a story, you know? So it's like, yeah, the communication issues in this show suck like like it just like is like welcome to the needed. show welcome to the but, show yeah but it's like it's it's needed and yeah, i have to go back like, to glee but but like in glee they had issues talking to each other too and by each I, other i like, mean Blaine, so oh uh, yeah i remember <laughs> i'm having nightmares now um but uh <laughs> and then scooby-doo is there yeah. scooby-doo is there scooby-doo is there and Mark Pellegrino's licking the floor. <laughs> I'm going to have this nightmare now. <laughs> My... We're going to go away and have the same nightmare. Yeah, Curtin Blaine. This name of this podcast is to be called Super Nightmare. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, I like communication issues. 
because yeah. I usually just like to solve them in fan fiction. So yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I mean, like seriously, so many people have just come out of the woodwork with their coders and stuff. It's like it's actually really good. Like they're miscommunicating, and everybody worked up about it, which is wonderful. My dash is blooming. <laughs> exactly, and, and you know what? It's great. I uh, I'm here for it because it holds me over until they can actually work things out. And not everything in the show is gonna get talked about. Like the... yeah, there's like a lot of stuff. They do this with every show. Like th- things exactly. get mentioned, and then they have to decide what's important and what isn't. And what's important to you isn't always important. What's important to the writers. So like exactly. So you just imagine that. Have to... at chill a little bit sometimes imagine at one point cast did tell dean hey naomi made me kill thousands of you but we just didn't see the conversation and dean's like okay yeah and then you tried to kill real me but it didn't happen and (laughs) we're cool now okay whatever i don't think it matters right now that's why they didn't talk about it the reason they didn't talk about it is because it didn't need to be talked about it wasn't that important like i don't know it, it's not relevant to the, the story it's not really it was relevant to the audience to see that what was happening to Cass. so we knew why Cass was trying to kill dean yeah, yeah. uh so it's, it's just like everybody just needs to chill chill yeah it, it's it, it will all resolve at some yeah. point uh so probably hopefully that's the hope but I'm a hopeful person. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the next question is from Mittens, and it's a two-parter. The bottom one's first, the second one's up top. Anybody else want to read it? Yeah, okay. Uh, Mary declares Jack human without a second thought. She declares him a friend of the family, as well as telling Bobby that if Jack goes, she goes. Even after learning the deal that she uh, thought doomed her family actually saved the world and her family... Mary and John were still dead in the AU, Sam and Dean were never born there, and humanity is near extinct. In retrospect, her choices really do seem to have preserved her family and humanity, unlike her AU counterpart. AU Mary gave up the love of her life, was miserable for the rest of her short life, never had Sam and Dean while the world fell apart around her anyway. She might not have carried the guilt, never connecting her failed deal with the war, but knowing both potential outcomes now, just like Sam and Dean who once told Mary they were okay never being born in 513, already accepted their role in preventing the war in their world in 1223. I think they're really okay with having been born now. (laughs) 13 seasons, like, I'm okay that I was born. This is what we've learned. Wait, wait, wait. We've got to do the Ash thing. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it. It took seven years for Sam and Dean to be chill with being born. Yep. I'm so proud of them. Especially yeah. since they were so trying hard to, like, like, like Mitten said. Wasn't and, and... Mary already, wait, like, in the episode where she made the deal, and they were trying to convince her to leave John, wasn't she There's already two... pregnant with Dean? Yeah. There were two different episodes. Uh, she made the deal Oh, in, uh, okay. I get them all confused. In the beginning. <laughs> Yeah, she made the deal when Dean first saw her, and then when yeah. they both went back, they were just like, bitch, fucking leave him. <laughs> and she was like, I can't. I'm pregnant with the short guy right there. With, with the shorter such one. Such a soap opera. But and at the same time, like, 2000 and whatever me is going, yes, you can, you can be a single mother, god fucking damn it, but. I know, that's what I thought, she should just go on the road, have Dean, and like, you know. Just Dean. Mother and son hunting team. Exactly. 
I know, right? Well, I didn't mean like we don't need Sam. I just mean like like the pair of them is what was. But at the time, Sam was like, "Oh, that's fine. I don't need to be born." Yeah, but she was never born. Yes, she was like, "He's like, you know." I've had a shitty life. It'd be cool if that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. What a depressing conversation. <laughs> but I feel like maybe, I know, like, at the end of season 12, they were like, yeah, we're we're cool. But I feel like they still could have heard what Bobby had to say Yeah. to Mary, because that probably may have just struck it home a little bit more. Well, I don't um, think they could deal with uh, knowing that Bobby and uh, AU Mary had once had a thing. <laughs> true. Uh, but, uh, um, I kind of ship it. Um, oh, yeah. I totally ship it. Just don't tell <laughs> Sandy, do, please. I especially <laughs> do now when he was like, when he was like, she saved my life. I might as well return the favor. And I was like, oh, okay. I get it now. Oh yeah. Nice. <laughs> I mean, um, but I, I still feel like they could have, especially knowing that their mom made a good choice. Um, yeah. I, I feel like they could have heard that whole conversation, but Hey, it's okay that they didn't, because they're still kind of, like, in a good place. Um, kind of. So, being ki- kind of. Mostly-ish. <laughs> um, I think they got the gist of it in uh, 1223 from Bobby. Like, yeah. enough that, like, enough that this is no new information for us this episode. It's just that Mary's hearing it this time. Yeah. Um, I've been defending Mary all day, so I'm just like, yeah, whatever. It's just... <laughs> I I was really happy when he was like, yeah, no, you're cool. And I'm like, thank you. I saw a post. I think it was Jess who made it, or maybe she's the one who blog it. It says, can, in fact, Mary Winchester did nothing wrong. That was exactly. me. That was she me. Didn't. Okay. Oh, that was you? That was me. Something like, like usually, like, the few, few first few days after the episode, everybody's posts blend together in my brain. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, um. If I don't it, have it, a hilarious post like make it one episode i feel like i failed <laughs> yeah i uh everybody keeps me blogging my jacket off jacket off like like oh now that i say it out loud my post isn't even really about the episode yeah it's the one about like people complaining about Cass looking older and i'm just like it's like me oh my god a human being yeah oh my god yeah but i do like the whole like if you have to put an explanation to it you can just make pretty much anything the fuck you want up but it's like someone was like oh here's okay someone was like like, here's my head cannon and i was like yeah i see what you're putting down but misha collins is a person and his anti-aging cream isn't that good (laughs) like like if it was ever addressed in the show yeah we can totally make an explanation for it but it's not addressed in the show and we don't really need to address it or complain about it because you know what he still looks good uh, also, I mean, like, uh, Sam Smith is currently playing Mary, who's, what, 10 or 15 years younger than her? Like, yeah. I mean, like, uh, what's her name? Amy Goomerick would have actually been the correct age to play Mary, but they got Sam Smith, and there's, like, the connection and the history of the show, and it's like, you know, I could make up, like, this whole thing, like, oh, yeah, they should have used the other actress, but I'm not going to complain, like, oh, she's too old now. It's like, she's absolutely fine. It never is an issue, ever. Like, exactly. And it's it's mostly just, like, Cass has been the only Andrew who's consistent, consistently had his vessel for ten fucking years. So it's mm-hmm. like, uh, leave it alone. <laughs> um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I, um... I, also, he has been, like, human and sick and depowered enough times that you could think, oh, maybe he's not, like, able to upkeep it. 
whatever. But exactly, if you need yeah, an explanation, whatever. you can you can you can do anything. Um, and he's the important still... thing is to remember that Misha is going to get old no matter what you do about it. Yeah, you can pick yeah. him whatever you like. And the most aging. most important thing is that he's still making it work, so it's fine. Oh yeah, he's aging well. They all uh, are. They, they all fucking age well, and I'm What's pissed in the water? off about it. I don't know. Maybe there. I need to move to fucking Austin, Texas. God damn it. Or Vancouver, because um, that's yeah, where Vancouver. Is. I'll let you know when I go. Mm. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, I am going back to the Mary and the Jack thing. Back to my whole. I love the idea of. I haven't actually seen many, many or if any posts about this of Mary, maybe stepping into this role of the new mom. Because I feel like she needs to be a mom to somebody, but her children yeah. are too old and she doesn't have the connection with them. Yeah, and even though Jack looks adult, there's, like, a lot of emotional nurturing she can do, like... Jack is still brand fucking new, yeah. and it's, like... I mean, like you were saying earlier, worried about uh, him getting corrupted. I mean, if he, uh, if he's got Mary there, maybe she can, like, help him, like, emotionally develop. Yeah, because she does have a very smart head about emotional things. Yeah, and, you know, and I feel like it, it would be good for her, it'd be good for him... It'd be mm. good for Sam and Dean in some weird way that I hadn't really thought about. It's just like, I feel like good it'd be for good, us, for... good for us to watch. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, it's <laughs> it's sort of like mothering by proxy. Um, yeah. So I feel like I, I want Jack and Mary to, like, stay together. I want Jack to have a mom, and I want Mary to have a son. Like, I know she has two boys, but, again, there's no emotional connection there. So, yeah. Um, well, there is an emotional connection, but she can't have the sort of mum and little kid connection that she yeah. wanted. Boss. Yeah. She can have, like, a good adult connection to them, but she can't they're, they're, But they're them. still, like, it's, it's, I feel like if I were to suddenly be reconnected with my child, uh, you know, 30 years after the fact, I would be, like, I have... They'd be strangers to me. And, I like, this yeah. was all season 12. The first thing like, she did when she saw... Dean as her adult son was step on his neck. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> like, and, and like, but, and it's so weird because they've seen her. They remember her. They've, like, like, they whatever form to, she's been in. Yeah, because they got to connect with her after her death in Oh, in God, yeah, that ways. line in, that Sam has in season 10 of, oh, yeah, I got to know her later in life. It's like, what the hell, Sam? Just yeah. casually saying that. Is it Claire? It, <laughs> yeah, it, it was it, Claire. It was so sad, but it's like, I, the fact that Mary just initially just, she only glashed onto Jack. She was just like, let them kill me. It's okay. We're going to figure this out. We're going to go here. She was honest with him. And I'm just like, y'all be like, like, I just don't want them to be separated. Like, I need Mary to mother somebody. Because mm. Sam and Dean, even even if they're high with their mom, in fact, they don't need mothering anymore. They they've gone. They, they need a fucking way... therapist. Is what they need. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got at least one episode with them. Well, no, Sam has seen a therapist in season one, but I'm not counting that. Um, that was. But that was we did actually make trauma. Them... <laughs> yeah. What was that? It was pre Lucifer trauma. Yeah. yeah, it was it was really just Sam bitching about his his brother, and we didn't even get any of that. But um, it uh. It, it's like well past the beginning. So I'm I'm just happy that they found each other in the the AU world. Um, and Jack was the one that rescued her and all that. And and you know it it, it is hopefully what I start 
what will happen is the start. Hey, hey, maybe Mary will even go back to the AU world if Jack goes there to do Paradise, and she's I just like. I have actually seen that that she might stay with him. That was from somebody I think who didn't really like Mary that much. Who was kind uh, of hoping it would get rid oh, of. Oh well, her. fuck you. I'm, I'm actually bet. hoping, like in a good way, like yeah, like you know, um. That's what I, I, like, I'm not doing it to get rid of Mary. I just want it because I feel like Mary needs an emotional connection to somebody. Yeah, Mary as a, as a mother. Um, yeah. And I think she's somebody that, that like, Cass would trust to take care of Jack. Like, take on oh, the role. Oh, yeah. I feel like Sam and Dean would also trust her. Yes. Um, I think yeah. they would be kind of heartbroken that she'd want to leave them again, but, like... I yeah, I feel like it. Dean might have a harder... I feel like Sam would have a harder time. Sam has been the one who's wanted to find, like, find yeah, her. Yeah, but, 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 but Sam also likes Jack a lot more than Dean likes Jack. That's so. true. Well, I was thinking of the Mary angle. Oh, yeah. Because, I guess, like... I guess it depends on who because you Because Sam was way more upset about Mary being dead than Dean was. Dean was upset about Cass being dead, and when Cass came back, Dean was happy. Yeah. I mean, Dan, see, Dean was upset when they he thought that she was trapped and in trouble. But I think if she moved on with her own of her own volition, like yeah, it's it's not a, to take she, care. We, yeah, he knows how to lose her. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's not even like a losing thing. Like especially if Jack can open up a portal and it's it, he knows how gonna... to be without her, not necessarily lose her because he's been yeah. without her like his whole life. And, and, and oh and yeah, no, Sam that's just how doesn't. It. And, yeah, lose in death. Sam just doesn't know how to. He doesn't know how to have a mom, and he wants to have a mom. Yeah, but oh. and, but it's like at the same time, it's like I feel like knowing that she's safe, she's with somebody, uh, who's pretty powerful and and all that kind of stuff well they're um, treating jack like he needs looking after but he's just like oh yeah let's go lead an attack on michael kind of thing yeah you're like i think jack just needs some guidance but it's like especially like if they do wind up going back and staying in the au world and like she's just kind of helping him like build this paradise and she's like the new like surrogate mom I feel like, especially since Jack can open up that rift in the world, if they don't fix that, then fuck, she can come back whenever the fuck she wants. Um, yeah. Billy's so, not going to ha- be happy. <laughs> yeah. Well, sorry. <laughs> she, she, she I'm on Billy's be. side here. <laughs> I kind of am too, but um, I feel she's like... She's the only one who seems to know what's actually going on. I feel like if it's Mary's choice and they know yeah. she's safe and it's okay and it's not like Mary's killed, Mary's taken away, she's brainwashed, all that kind of stuff, then... I feel like it would be better for them. Yeah. yeah. You know. Plus, there's always a chance Jack could bring her back. Exactly. So, I'm... Come back for, like, Christmas and Thanksgiving or whatever. <laughs> Hi, Ma. <laughs> Can you bring us a pie? Um, so, yeah, no, I like the whole Mary and Jack angle of her being the new mom. Especially when she was just like, I was there when you were born. That kind yeah. of was just, like, clued in. I was just like, you were there. You helped deliver him. Yeah. Uh, you know, so. So, yeah. Um, okay. So, the next question is a double post um, from Rich Pear Eater. Pear, okay. Pear Thanks. Eater. Rich uh, Pear Eater. <laughs> I was doing Pear Eater. Um, Pear Eater. He, Pear Rich Eater. He eats a guy named Pierre. Yeah. Pear Eater. 
PRHer, um, do you think either Gabriel or Jack will send the boys to Scooby Doo in episode 16? And for episode 14, will Jack de- defeat AU Michael? Um, well, well Jack's of... still in the AU, so now it's looking very likely it's Gabriel instead, isn't it? Yeah, I don't think if even if Jack is back by episode 16, I just from the way his powers have been looking, mm. this not gonna happen. The fact that we know that Gabriel can shove them into like TV land. Is yeah, an, I mean, like, what's a kind of hey, I'm back, boys? Kind of uh, welcome is just shoving him into Scooby Doo. <laughs> exactly, and I wonder if he's doing it as like a cry for help instead mm. of um, oh. going, fucking with them. Oh, um, well, like that one was uh, Samandriel was uh, locked up and he set that bush on fire, but instead Gabriel yeah. is out and shoves him into <laughs> the television. <laughs> and like, I don't know what the plot of the Scooby Doo thing is, but um, I don't know if it's out or not. Goes. But, I think but that maybe comes, that's the one that comes up next, the next plot thing. Because yeah. if it's anything where they have to solve, like, the, the mystery that they have to solve is actually the mystery to find Gabriel, um, mm. that would be They really do the cool. unmasking at the end, and they unmask the tricks. Oh, my God. God. And, like, and, like, and, like, the whole plot is what they actually needed to do to find him. It's, like, all these clues uh, of, you know... Also, in the real be... world, it translates. It's like yeah, it's like that this it. is how he tells them, hey, come fucking find me, you fucking idiots. But well, there um, he is just in the, uh... What, where, where's hell? And It's not hell. Everyone's like, oh, he's in hell. It's like, it's not. It's no, where... he's in... They're in Crowley's hell. Which they're is, in yeah. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yes, they're in Massachusetts. Right. Hey, Massachusetts. Hell, Massachusetts. <laughs> Um, but I, I think when we were all theorizing about the Scooby-Doo way back when it was first announced and we knew about Jack being a Nephilim, we didn't know much else. We didn't, we, nobody knew Gabriel was coming back. So I yeah. feel like, I feel like now I, it's, I honestly do feel like it was like, oh, we've got the, uh, Scooby-Doo crossover. How do we swing this? And then someone's like, oh, Gabriel could do it. It's like, yeah, but he's dead. Yeah, but like, we own the show. <laughs> Rich is a friend. Do you know who up. I am? <laughs> He's quote unquote dead. Plus, you got the people like me who didn't buy his, he did not buy his death scene at all. So, um, uh, yeah, I I feel like a lot of people's votes now are that it's Gabriel who shoves them into Scooby Doo land. And it would just make me really happy if their whole puzzle that they have to figure out in Scooby Doo episode. Uh, What if the uh, place where the whole episode, you know, like they would go to like a creepy mansion, was like Crowley's Massachusetts hell? And like yeah. they could go and they're running through all the creepy corridors and stuff, like. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And, and it's just like it's like the whole episode is an instruction manual how to you know, and yeah. they don't know it until like the very fucking end. And uh, that that would be cool. I mean, I would I would I'm cool with whatever they do because I'm actually really excited about the Scooby Doo thing because I love Scooby Doo. But that um, episode is like a fucking year in the making too because I remember yeah. like, really they been. they announced it at. Decon, not what they did, but Jared said, we've already done something for season 13, and he goes, but I can't tell you, and we were like, oh, come on, buddy. Why you do that? Why you do this to me, Jared? Why you gotta hurt uh, me? What have I done? Uh, it's Jared. I love the guy. Um, well, yeah, but we, yeah. We, we really have to appreciate that he spoiled that Cass wasn't dead and was coming yes. back in about five <laughs> I minutes love of the season. <laughs> Literally, like, the next fucking day. Oh, he's fine. I mean, Jared was already knew he was fine, but yeah, no, oh yeah, well, I mean, like everybody could like guess he would be fine. But it's just like, yeah, no, he's literally Jared, just going to do it. I know you're listening, Jared, and oh, I just hi, want Jared. you to know that um, <laughs> I appreciate you. I appreciate him a lot. 
his birthday is right after mine too so um, i'm like oh we're birthday twins he's almost by a week um but uh it yeah uh if he could just, like, keep spoiling things, that'd be great. <laughs> but, like, in a really vague way that, like, just pisses us off enough. Uh, but not Jensen's way where he does a bad pun and then you're just like, oh, God. You're such yeah. a dad. It's what a real eye-opener. <laughs> yeah. When, I, when that happened, I was just like, I need to go lay down. <laughs> like, <laughs> I you're causing you. me pain. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Um, the next question is from the Plaid Fox. Uh, considering what Cass did to Donatello, the boys seem to understand that is, that is, was probably unavoidable to destroy the prophet's mind for information. But do you think the means will justify the ends? Remember the last time Cass was desperate and unwilling to wait when it concerned a tablet, the angels fell. Shortcuts never seem to work for them, him in the end. I'm majorly worried for my babies with this plotline. Um, I, mean, I think it is going to fall apart, but that's the show. Yeah. yeah. It's going to... This just cannot work properly. I mean, for one thing, when they get to the AU, if they get there, Jack's going to be like, no, I have to stay until I kill my AU uncle from another whatever... My Wait, uncle how from that? another world... There's no word for other world that rhymes with uncle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, there is none. I mean, maybe there is, but... We're too tired to think I, of it. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what it is. <laughs> I'm literally too tired. If, if you it, can think of it, let me know. Please write in with the uh, end of that sentence. <laughs> you win a prize. Um... But, um, I, 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 I gotta reread it. My brain's not working. Um, I mean, to be fair, I feel like the end did, I, mean, I feel like he was justified. Donatello was very dangerous. He didn't even need to say anything in order to almost kill Dean. And it's like, it's, it's either like take it out of him or lock him up for all of eternity, which is dangerous because you don't want that. Yeah, plus you've got, like, a guy who can do dark magic locked up in your dungeon, but then you also leave for maybe weeks or months on end on hunts where you sometimes get, like, abducted for months. It's like, great, you've got a dead and, prophet in the basement now. And then you also sleep there. And he could I would not like, feel safe sleeping. Yeah. And if he was there, like, alive, he could probably think of a way to escape. Yeah. And it's that like would be Crowley... a big thing, and we'd have to deal with Donatello again. Exactly, and plus, well, I like Donatello, sort of ish. Um, but he—he he was kind of cute. But um, it was—I uh, liked him before he lost his soul. But he, um, but like with Crowley, they knew how to handle Crowley. Mm-hmm. Crowley wasn't too much of a threat. They locked him up for a while. But Donatello is a human. And Crowley was, yeah, he was a demon. Yeah, and very unpleasurable. And this, and that was like right after he was almost <sighs> human, like again. Yeah, it was like so. He was still kind of like. I'm loony. thinking about that little fucking arc and about how Sam brought him a crayon. Oh, I was God. like, you have crayons. <laughs> he was so cute. I'm oh, sorry. I love Kylie. Um. Oh, but... and then Scout did all this art of uh, them doing like macaroni art in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Scout, I love you. <laughs> um. And I just like I again. It goes back to the whole Cass was right. But maybe have a come to Jesus meeting before, like you go suck somebody's <laughs> yeah. brains out. It's yeah. like 
Let them. When know. you say it like that, it sounds much worse than what he actually did. I think the reason that Cass <laughs> might not have said something to them about it is because he did say that that could kill him too. Mm. And Dean True. would be like, and, and oh, Dean no. would be like, no, let me go too. Let me wipe yeah. his mind. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. I'm gonna sit. <laughs> even though, like, right after Don Tello just tried killing him. No, babe, let me go with you. Um, yeah. Well, I think the whole spell thing is just trouble. So I think literally everything they do, Sam, Dean, and Cass towards this is bad and misguided. And Dean hasn't told them what Billy said, so. You know, like, individual actions all just seem really small to me compared to, like, the big drama. So I'm just like, yeah, whatever, when it comes to the moral arguments about this, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, no, I, um... I'm so just when it says means justify the end, the end is going to be a disaster. Oh, yeah, no matter what happened. But, um... And, again, it cut off right after he did it, and it was like, mm. I needed to do it, needed to be done, and then it cut off. So hopefully maybe next episode, like... From the promo pictures, it looks like he's not with them. Yeah. So I think he's not in the episode, although I haven't checked the spoiler sheet about it. I don't think he is. Yeah. Um, so it'd be probably... interesting. So I'm wondering, well, no. If, like, at least in the beginning of the episode, if we don't even see him, that at least Sam and Dean are talking about what transpired. Um, yeah. It seems likely they will, especially in some dab episode. Dab oh, yes. yes. I love dab episodes. Dab, um, we love you. <laughs> love you, love you, babe. Um, so yeah, I mean, anything involving the tablet is bad. Mm, so the human tablet, especially. Exactly. So it is. Um, but I, again, I feel like Cass was justified. I, I feel like he got a little triggered after uh, he just saw Dean like choking. So have mm. you seen the video that uh, God ships it made with the kill oh, siren? Yes. I, I watched yes. it at the fucking airport and I lost it. <laughs> I was just like, oh my god. <laughs> uh, it, essentially, that's what happened. That's exactly. Yeah, it was so. Except it was Gregorian chant Exactly. Yeah, that, that, that's Cass's equivalent of the Kill Bill Siren. Yes. Honestly, yes. I'm now head cannoning that in every time anything upsets him from now on. Gregorian <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. People are going to go back and rewatch that. This is not going to be half as dramatic as I said, but there is chanting in the music. So. If, if there is anybody with an electronic keyboard out there, like a synth out there that has oh like, that my chanting god. And, <laughs> and can play the Kill Bill song like sirens with a chance <laughs> be fantastic and oh i will God. pay you real money to do that so you must uh, be able to commission a musician to do that for you oh my gosh if I, they do that we're one. changing we're gonna put that at the end of every episode of this podcast yeah <laughs> emily uh take note we're gonna do that thanks <laughs> We're ruining the podcast. I'm so sorry. No, we're, we're uh, making we're, it better. <laughs> we're improving the podcast. We're having like a little bit of a rebrand going on. Yeah, we're now the Kill Bill Sirens Gregorian chanting podcast. Exactly. <laughs> it's a niche market, but Cass listens to us and he loves it. Yes. We're, we're, we're Cass's inner monologue podcast. That's that's what we are. But he's not uh, listening to his mixtape. He's just like, he's like, what are you listening to? And he, Cass is like, he'll never guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i wonder if i can get seth everman to do that uh i um if nobody knows who seth everman is he does that kind of shit like he plays songs and like different types oh it's so funny he does really funny shit and there's actually which is what prompted me to think of it he does it with like 
there's something called ghosts, and this is people going, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and, he did, and he did it with uh, uh, Africa by Toto. What's all that video? Yeah, so maybe we can get him to do it. Yeah. Seth, please. Um, yeah, I, what were we even talking about? Anyway, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, we're at the final two questions. Yeah. Hi. Um, oh, uh, somebody else can read this because I can't pronounce the name of that demon thing. Okay, yeah. it says, uh, Hi there, not super relevant to the episode, but do you think they'll bring up the Shadim, I think, again? Or was it just a random Buck Lemming thing? Thanks. Um, I think they might. I, I think they might, but I don't think it'll be this season just because they've got too much going on right yeah. now. Yeah, I think they're gonna like stretch this one out. Which yeah. scares me, because those things freak me out. Um, Although they would have to CGI them to make them the actual thing, which means it may not. So. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. Or they could just sort of, like, have them possess people, and they're just, like, as bad as Leviathans were. Yeah. Um, so... One of the things is that they did uh, directly connected to Asmodeus when you actually, like, Google him and look on Wikipedia, and people have been doing it again because of the Seal of Solomon, and there's a lot of lore this season all from the same little bit of the Bible. Like, they've already mentioned Solomon, like, three times. Yeah. And I think what they did was they basically introduced Asmodeus, read all the Wikipedia pages and connected pages, and I think the Shadim are specifically connected to him. So it might just be that they're like, oh, look, we've read, done our lore about As- As- Asphodasus. We, yes. we know about Asphodasus. the Shadim. We know about the uh, Seal of Solomon. We know about the Kentucky Fried Chicken. (laughs) But I would be kind of like, I like, to me, I would, I don't want to love to see it because I don't want Jack to be in any way, shape or form, not happy. But if, if Asphodasis ever gets a hold of Jack again, and that's Jack's army, sort of. I yeah, feel like just that, summon them and like sort of control them to eat Asmodeus. They just put them back in the ground and be like, and then ironic like, death for everybody this year. And then and then Jack just packs them up and they're just like, hey, we're going to the AU world. Time to go kick some angels ass. Let's go. And uh, and that's that. Uh, if that yeah. actually happens, by the way, I want twenty bucks from somebody um, <laughs> to buy that song. <laughs> that dab dab for royalties for taking your idea. Exactly, dab pay up. Uh, yeah, twenty bucks will be okay. Or uh, you could be... pay for our song. That's oh true. yeah, you could buy the song. Perfect. Yeah, pay for the song and you can have my idea. Um, yeah. on a so, system. Ex- exactly. Um, so I would like to see them again. Uh, in any way, shape, or form. Um, I don't want it to be a one-off thing, but like Riley said, I can see them pushing it until next season. Um, yeah. I, I feel like as. Yeah, it, it exists, so they can always go back to it. So, mm-hmm. so, so yeah. Okay. Um, the last one. Yeah. Okay. Hello. I'm sure you've gotten lots of asks about it, but man, that fucking Dean ass conversation. To me, it really highlights that Cass really doesn't know Dean was that upset about him being dead, like at all. Do you guys agree? And I think Cass could have easily interpreted Dean's temporarily comment as you were dead, but who cares? Which, ugh. I think, if nothing else, Cass needs to be clued in on how upset Dean was in... I... 
including including in reaction i was thinking incorporated uh yeah me too too. (laughs) including in relation to why he was really needed to be back maybe partly by jack and it's weird because this isn't the first time gina's been like i mean i feel like this is like the worst he's ever been once cast was gone but season seven Mm -hmm season eight and it's just Dean like tries to just like be super aloof about his feelings he's but just like like, yeah. like he's fucked up and so many times Cass has come back and he was like yeah you know whatever fucking whatever uh but we know oh my god we actually got another question <laughs> yes um so like yeah no that that was just like i don't think Cass has ever really understood how fucked up dean gets when dean thinks he's i not don't think back. he I don't think he does understand it because just because of how like willing he is to like put himself on the line for anything. I don't yeah. think he get, he like gets the full scope of how much like Dean cares about him or like how any, then, anybody cares about him really. Like, and then as many times as he's separated himself from those two, like I know they try to do that in the story because it's just easier not to have an angel around all the time. But and because Mason it's just can't like, be in every episode, and it'd just be true. weird if he were just locked up in the bunker but, watching TV. Yeah. But it's a good excuse uh, if if he doesn't uh, – because obviously he gets upset even when Cass is gone for, like, a day. It's yeah. like, where's Cass? I wonder if Cass is okay. So it's like – it's like I don't think Cass – because I feel like if he knew that, I just need – one of my dream bits of dialogue that would ever happen is if Dean was just like, can you stay, like, yeah. for yeah. real? Dean because I to... want you to stay. Literally just that one line. Yeah, yeah. I've... Cass would stay if Dean asked him to. But yeah. it's like, I don't, it, Cass clearly doesn't understand. I don't even think Dean really gets as, I don't think Dean's honest no. with himself. Um, so. Well, Dean thinks that Cass always leaves and he's always terrified that he will leave. And yeah, he, asked, he, he had to make him leave the bunker that one time. So he probably also feels like deeply guilty about that. Uh, every, I can't watch that because it makes me cry. No. Fucking that tell, made like, my little brother cry. Like, he's oh. like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's like the expressions in that scene. It was just like, hey, I'm here. Woohoo. And it's just like, no, get the fuck out. And it's like, no, I cried. <laughs> so and this was like right when I was just starting watching Supernatural, like nightly, like not binge watching. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> really upset about it. So point being, uh, no, Cass doesn't understand. And it makes me sad. Yeah, I mean, at the end, he said, um, there's nothing for you back there, which is obviously reflecting his own fears. Somebody brought that up in a message. I think it might have been Mittens, but it might not have been. So my entire dash is just Mittens. <laughs> Answering <laughs> hundreds and thousands of asks. <laughs> oh, my whole dash is you, Tink, and Mittens. Just like, and, and just answering questions and writing novels, and I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, like, part of me wants Sam to clue each other in. Yeah, the yeah. old sit down and yell at them, like, Cass, yeah. blah, 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 Dean, blah, blah, blah. Like, Have you not noticed? Like, I want them to talk to each other first, but at the same time, I know that, like, their characters won't really allow that so it's yeah. like I, I do uh, like the um, innocent comment from Jack which accidentally reveals everything kind of thing that's a good way which which one uh, the concept of Jack revealing it oh oh yeah oh yeah I like that too again it's it's the clueless toddler sort of tactless yeah. like you've got a booger in your nose and 
being cried for three weeks while you were gone. <laughs> or like, like Cass is just like, so Jack, why'd you bring me back? And Jack's like, well, I heard Dean crying about you every fucking night, and it got really boring. So I was just like, we share a wall, and the, the angst was literally coming out of his wall. I had to do something. It was it was bumming me out, man. I had to do something about it. Uh, oh, I think the beginning of this episode confirmed Jack's super hearing too, because he could hear the uh, uh, Sam and Dean's fake argument through the wall. And yeah. it just made me really laugh to think that like he could like hear Dean's angsty music like the whole time when Dean was just sitting there mourning. <laughs> I'm so lost without you. Oh um, no, no, no. Uh yeah, I uh so, something is gonna give and I have Jack needs to really learn how to control that because he's gonna hear some shit he does not. <laughs> Let's just move Jack's room like to another continent and maybe he'll be okay. Um yeah. Oh, he can hang out with Jesse, the other little antichrist in yeah. Australia. <laughs> the way you said team. that was so fucking funny. The other little antichrist. The little collection of antichrists. <laughs> Part of me wonders if, 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 uh, what's his fucking, fa- well, we're never going to see him again, but if uh. Jesse and other antichrists were just like, why the, f- like, are just like keep getting powers and then they keep going away and then they come back now that <laughs> yeah, Lucifer's back and they're just like, stuff. no, not again, not again, what the fuck? Yeah. And Jesse's just like actually knows why, and he's just like fucking crying. <laughs> it's just like, can you somebody kill him already? Yeah. He comes back and he's like, seriously, this is the fifth time Lucifer's been back. What are you guys doing? I'm sick yeah. of doing. I'm like, I'm like, I'm sick of transforming my car into a Troy talk car. Stop he'd it. He just like uh, show up, and he just shows up, and they're like, holy shit, we haven't seen you since you were like eight. Have you graduated from high oh. school? And he's like. No, I turned it into Lincoln Logs. What the fuck? <laughs> but he ran away to Australia, so he's gonna come back as this really buff, like Chris Hemsworth surfer dude. Yeah, have like long yeah. hair instead of his black He wire. just comes back and is Chris Hemsworth. <gasps> what the hell? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> and good eye. Um, it, it was just <laughs> it. Like, is there I, another younger Hemsworth brother out there? There's there's three Hemsworths. There's Liam, Chris, and then a third one that like nobody talks about. Uh, <laughs> it always comes in threes. Like the uh, there's three Osborne kids, but you only ever hear of two of them. It's really weird. Uh, so um, I just would like it if like like Jesse comes back and is like, I'm here to kill Lucifer because y'all apparently can't do it, uh, <laughs> pricks. Uh, so yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I uh, my uh, my dream is obviously before the end of the show that this communication thing like resolves itself. Another ideal situation of mine is just like they're just staring at each other like after some like argument or something, and then just one gets pushed up against the wall and it's like make out city. But that's like, yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the ideal the situation. Right now. <laughs> but uh, that's the ideal situation. No words, just action. Would need to run up for the audience or not. Just do it. Just do it. We can explain it after. Um, yeah. But if we're going to keep continuing this theme of no communication, why, why communicate? Just just go for it. Just go for it, man. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. What was uh, the last question we just got? Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, it says, this is the true last question. It's a true last question. I just I just happened to open the Tumblr and see it. It says, "Hey there, I'm so confused about the whole Donatella spell scene, and was wondering what y'all were thinking about it. 
I mean, were they trying to say Dean was the fine because he got away from Donatello and, or because he waited it out or because Cass was there? Huh? I don't know if anyone's done a translation and I guess distance from Donatello is probably what makes the most sense even without knowing especially what the spell did but it all seems a bit weird and suspicious to me. Okay so basically what they're asking is why was Dean okay when he just walked out of the room I guess. He could have just needed a minute it might have just been a little spell to kind of scare them. Yeah, I feel like it may have just been like a here's how powerful I am sort of deal. Yeah. Um like like and that I, would I, be a really anticlimactic way to kill Dean. Yeah. That that too. Um I think it was just there to kind of just trigger Cass, but um I think it was sort of like narratively convenient he got better as soon as Cass was there, but I don't think Cass literally did it, but it looks great that I that I Exactly. I uh, I just think maybe it was just like a warning shot, like, look what yeah. I can do, you know? Yeah. Like, he could have, um, like, set Sam's hair on fire or something else, but he chose but that. But that, that would have gotten Cass pissed off. Uh, well, yeah. it would have gotten him pissed off, but not pissed off enough to... Yeah. He would be I don't know, Sam's hair is one of the wonders of the world. So. It is. True. 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 Uh, I would cry. Uh, mm. Yeah. <laughs> Remember um, that time when he held up the flaming marshmallow to his hair and like literally everybody recoiled from their screens. It's like, what are you doing, you idiot? <laughs> That's a national treasure. <laughs> uh, it's so funny because I'm doing like a little bit of a rewatch and well, by a little bit, I mean, I am doing one. And um, I need to get back into mine. Yeah, like I, 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 I kind of segued away from it while I was watching tarantula videos on YouTube or something. <laughs> <fucking video>. uh, <laughs> I don't know why. Don't ask me why, but I was. Uh, if anybody wants to check them out, it's uh, Exotic's Lair. Um, anyway, uh, but it's funny watching like, the first couple of seasons because his hair ain't too great. Like, like he has he's... like Jim Halpert's haircut. Yeah, oh like, God. like especially like end of second, third season. Like his hair ain't too great. Season four this is when is his a... hair starts to hit the hit its stride. Yeah. yeah, it's when they start remembering, hey, we can use a fucking straightener. And it's they... like, hey, we can make this guy look amazing. But on the yeah. other hand, his hair's been really curly this season, and that's, like, amazing with all this volume now. Like, yeah, like, wow. these last well, like, few I... seasons, like, I'm just like, okay, Jared. Okay. So it's weird because, like, in Gilmore Girls, his hair is, like, that quintessential, like, 90s, early mm. 2000s straight, uh. with, like, the curly mid part. But yeah. um, I think his hair may actually be, like, curly-ish but his hair was like really like curly in in uh the first couple seasons mm. um like it was straight in season one and then it got curlier and then by season four it started to flatten itself up also i mean just jared just doesn't even look like himself like he did when he was in season one anymore anyways, i know so. i've seen a screen cap of jared and gilmore girls and i was like that ain't jared <laughs> that's not him what the fuck <laughs> uh, <laughs> Like, I love, I love, I love those posts. How like that got that? Who was the name of the actor that they always used for Young Sam before he got too old? Oh, oh uh, yeah, uh, Colin he, Ford. Yeah, he looks more like Jared <laughs> than Jared does. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, uh huh. Alex um, Calvert looks more like uh, Misha than Jared looks like Jared. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, I actually really love that casting. Um, Gold, so. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, 
I uh, so yeah, going back to the question, I think it was just Donald Kendall just being a little piece of shit. Like, look what I can do. Because <laughs> he was boy- cackling really hard. Was about he? it. Yeah, when they left, yeah, the, when they remember. walked, when when Sam walked Dean out of the room, he was like, ah! <laughs> it must have been really fun to act. It's just like, so <laughs> I know. And, like, for what, a what, a, what a way to go out. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else? So, um, any lingering thoughts about said episode? Cass is a pretty one. He is. He is. But I did like how they thought they, I forgot how they confirmed, I saw this confirmed in a post, how they thought the Dean was actually the short one. Mm. And I was oh, yeah. the small one, the small one. And I'm just yeah. like. <laughs> it's that tapered I'm like, waist. I'm, I'm like, is, is that. No, it's cast is several thousand feet high. Oh. Well, it actually made me wonder if they could see his true form, but they weren't mm. looking up. So That's um, true. Maybe Cass I, just kind uh, of projects it. Yeah, or then I was just wondering, I was like, is that, like, a euphemism, like, Dean's the bottom, like, he's the... (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, no, that made me laugh, too. I think it was more towards a joke that Misha's actually the shortest out of all three of them, so... Um, Gosh, whatever would, like, like, six-foot-one man do. Except they're, like, Jensen and Misha are, like, actually, like, the same height. It's fucking his shoes. Don't talk about Dean's heels. (laughs) <laughs> but we it's should. funny because it's like yeah sure you think they're kind of short-ish compared to other people on the show but then like they're fucking huge they are like, like they're so Christ. tall and I, I have a photo with fucking I have a photo with all of them and um in the one individual photo I have with Jared it looks like everybody's like oh yeah he is tall and I'm like he's bending his knees to hug me because like, give me a box. Jared is like a full foot taller than I am. Like, wow. He like, my brother. <laughs> yeah, like, um, because I I do every time I have a con where they're all at, because there's gonna be some without them, without Jared and Jensen. I always get the one with all three of them, and I feel like I'm in a cave when they hug <laughs> me because they're so big. Like, yeah, they are. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, you, you just set yourself ruined. up for that one. I did. Um, I really did. That's fair. <laughs> <sighs> All right, I'll take it. Sorry, y'all. Rayleigh, and you can find me on Tumblr and Twitter at Salty Butt Combo. Uh, I'm Jen. You can I changed my Twitter, so now both my Twitter and my Tumblr is Wigglebox. I'm Liz, oh, I'm Lizzie. You can find me at Elizabeth Reversa Jones at Tumblr.com. All right. Thanks for joining us this week at Super Spec Podcast. We really appreciate your listenership. Please, please, please give us a review and rating on iTunes or comment and like on SoundCloud. This will help us succeed and get more listeners and also help the show become better. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, you can reach us on Tumblr and Twitter at SuperSpecPod and on our Gmail account at SuperSpecPod at gmail.com. Also, we are still planning to do the giveaway, but unfortunately we have been really busy with life things, so hopefully we can get that all sorted out and announced soon, so keep an eye out. Thanks for listening.